Welcome to the Tech and Main Presents Podcast with your host, Sean St. Hill. Sean is the CEO of Tech and Main, a technology consulting firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen in as thought leaders share their tips and insights about what's going on in the world of technology. And now, here's your host, Sean St. Hill. Thank you for joining another episode of Tech and Main Presents, where we bring you the best insights from today's leaders and experts in technology. Before we get to our amazing guest, we want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Tech and Main. Clients and employees are the top priority of a business. Protect the data of your top priority in three easy steps. Tech and Main can help you assess your cybersecurity posture, fix any errors, and help you maintain your security program according to NIST and CIS standards. For more information, call our office at 678-575-8515. And today we will be talking to the dream. And of course, you're curious about that name. And so rather than steal this gentleman's thunder, we'll let the dream introduce himself. Dream, say hello to the Tech and Main Presents audience. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Dream. Uh, is an acronym that stands for Don't Reject Emotional Activity in Your Mind, which I will go more into uh, later on down the line. I'm an artist and a producer based out of Atlanta. I am 17 years old, so I'm not super deep into the industry. I'm still in high school, but I dabble here and there with music, both on the artist side and the production side. Great. And so Dream, with that introduction... Take us a little deeper into your background. Go ahead and share that with our audience. Okay. Uh, so as I mentioned before, I am 17 years old. I'm an artist and producer, which I started doing some production about three years ago. I got my hands on Ableton Live 9 Standard, which is a digital audio workstation. It was gifted to me by my cousin. And since then, it's probably the best gift I've ever gotten. Uh, it's really helped me find a lot more of my purpose and actually like figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. So that was to start a production in terms of my musical abilities with acting and singing. I think I've been doing that for as long as I can like remember. But to give you like a specific age, say about three years old, me, my brother and my sister would put on every Christmas the Little Low Productions which would just be a little Christmas show of our favorite Christmas songs with choreography, uh, singing and dancing. And so that kind of led my future for music and everything. So nowadays, I spend a lot of time uh, writing lyrics, producing tracks, not only for myself, but for other people. Lately, one of the things that I've gotten into is creating sample packs, which is basically creating a short loop of music for another producer to use and put drums over or add different effects and stuff like that. But ultimately, that's kind of like what I find myself doing on a day-to-day uh, basis. Okay, great. Well, and that's, and that's perfect. Let me ask you this. So, I mean, you've shared your background. You've shared what you're doing on a daily basis. Tell us about your music and how you came up with the dream persona. So, my music... Uh, from a genre perspective, is primarily based in hip-hop. I listen to virtually anything except really country music. That's just the one thing I don't get down with. That and like screamo rock. But I'm cool with like jazz. I'm cool with pop. I'm cool with classical piano music. And so even though I'm based primarily in hip-hop, my music kind of draws from all those different influences. 
just because I love music in general. But I have a song out. It was my first song I released back in September called Not On The Same Page, which is a hip-hop song primarily based around the modern style of hip-hop, which is a very short song about being in a relationship with somebody and realizing that you, you guys don't have the same goal for the future of where you want to go with the relationship. Song brings you through a nice little storyline with that. The Dream Persona. I don't remember if I got the name Dream first or the acronym first, but ultimately they came together as Dream. Don't reject emotional activity in your mind. The meaning behind that is one, it's kind of like a personal mantra to myself. I've gone through a lot of circumstances in life that haven't been the most favorable, multiple foreclosures and evictions due to financial reasons with my family, the power going out, living 30 minutes away from the schools I go to uh, with my uncle and just kind of being isolated from my friends. And so a lot of times going through those situations, I would isolate myself and not actually experience what I was going through. I would act like everything was okay, but on the inside, I was really festering all these different emotions and feelings. And so don't reject emotional activity is a personal mantra to myself, first of all, to really be honest and open with my music, with my brand, with my audience. But it's also something that I hope my audience will grasp onto as like, you know, I'm doing this with my music. So on your end as well, like, don't be afraid to experience life for the truth of of what it is. I really hope with my music that I can encourage that message, especially for males, because I feel like that's one of the many areas that males aren't given the proper attention for, as well as that it's just undermined. Because I was actually talking to somebody yesterday, and he's probably well into his 40s. And he was saying it wasn't until a couple of years ago that he realized mental illness and mental health were two different things. And so anybody who was getting counseling He thought there was something wrong with him when in reality, like everybody needs somebody to talk to to work throughout their problems. So Dream came from my own personal issues and um, it started authentic and it's going to continue to be authentic all the way. Dream. So what I want the audience to pick up on is a couple of things. One is you're still a teenager. Yes. You are, you are still in high school and what you've just described is something that a lot of adults haven't experienced or come to grips with. And so I'm thankful that you're here in this venue sharing what you're sharing. But I also want to highlight the fact that, you know, you touched on mental health. And I really want to drive that point home. It is more than okay to talk to someone about your emotional state, whatever that is, whenever that is, right? It, it doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman or less of a human being to acknowledge that there are some things going on in your life that you need to talk with people about. You need to talk it through. And I think it is amazing that someone of your age is aware of that and is embracing that. And so I, I hope the audience is just encouraged by that, um, especially with the pandemic and everything that we've been going through in 2020. It's It is crucial for you to take care of your mental health. And there is no shame in admitting that you need help in some way, shape, or form. 100%. You can't get help unless you actually reach out for it. So always got to be honest with yourself so you can be honest with others and really reach out for the help you need. 
I could not agree more, Dream. So let me ask you this. The music that you do, I mean, obviously there is a technology component to it. There's a technical aspect to it. How did you become interested in the technology aspect of music? I would say it all started when I actually got my first like technological device for myself, which was an iPod Touch in fourth grade. Now, I didn't do much there with music. I think I played around a little bit with GarageBand, but that like getting into technology from there was what kind of got me in a technology focus. Because like from there, I really got into video gaming and then I wanted to do live streaming and then I wanted to build my own computer. And then my career focus was computer engineering. Before that, I wanted to be an author, right? So don't worry about that. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Who knows? Um, but computer engineering was my focus. Then I started playing trumpet and I started to learn how to make songs on my own, just playing my instrument. And so I was like, you know, is there any way for me to blend what I'm doing with my trumpet with what I'm interested in in long term in terms of computer engineering? In seventh grade, I don't remember the name of the program. I found some sort of website and I made my first two beats. And like, that was it. I was like, okay, okay, I'm too hot for this. Like, this is something I want to do for like the rest of my life. But like, what is the career called? And then towards the end of my eighth grade year, I learned a little bit more about the career. I started doing research. I started watching on YouTube a bunch of different producers. And I get in the car with my cousin to go hang out with him because he's a producer. So I wanted to kind of see what he's doing. And I was telling him about stuff I was researching. And I was like, you know, today I watched a video on Ableton Live 9 Standard. And I think like that would be the program I want to get into. And then he's like, bro, I literally just bought a copy of Ableton Live. Do you want to download it? History. Ever since then, like I've been producing, I've been getting really into it. And each and every year I've been getting better and better. And I've been able to kind of quantify that with uh, one of the organizations I'm in is the Technology Student Association. And they have the music production competition. So each year I've competed in that. And throughout my high school career, I've competed at the national competition every year and placed in uh, the top three spots throughout the duration of my high school career. So I've gotten third place and second, uh, third, first, and second uh, throughout a freshman, sophomore, and junior year. So yeah, that's that's kind of my history on how I got into it. Okay, congrats, Dream. That's, uh, that is to be commended to have your work recognized at a national level um, throughout your high school career and to place in the top three you know, each of those years, that's... Um, it was top three at the state. I just got to compete at national. Oh, okay. I want to make sure, I wanna make sure I, I say that because I'm not that crazy. <laughs> no, but but Dream, but, you know, and, and thank you for clarifying that. But the thing that I really want to highlight is, you know, here's an example of a person, you know, your age, right, in high school, who is not just settling for being average or, you know, just going through the motion. You, you, you have aspirations, you have goals, you have dreams, you know, you're blending your passion for technology with your passion for music and producing. And so that's, that's really what I wanted to bring forth is that, you know, you're, you're, you're making something of yourself. So yeah, really, really just wanted to, to point that out. All right. So dream, I know we've talked before. And there are some young people 
that you're involved with and you you share that passion for music and technology. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, So the conversations he's talking about, a couple of months ago, I had the opportunity to work with multicultural educational programs during the pandemic and teach students about music production. So I gave them a little information about the history of music production, different uh, careers in the music field based around music technology and stuff like that. And then also gave them a live demonstration of beat making on the program. And so we talked about that a couple months ago. What got me into it? I think in general, I've always had a knack for helping people. And for me, it comes from the values that my parents have taught me. It's like always helping others when you see an opportunity to help them out if they have an interest or even if they don't have an interest, like putting that inspiration out there. One mantra that also came from them from doing Boy Scouts, because that was one thing I was heavily involved in uh, from elementary through like the beginning of high school is paying it forward. The people who have taken their time to invest in you go and invest into the future like they invested into me. So I, whenever I find the opportunity to do so, I'm always super happy. And I think the first time I ever taught any students about music, because it wasn't in the pandemic, it was two years ago, the Technology Student Association, it was at their fall leadership conference. After placing third in the state my first year, I was like, you know, why don't I teach people on how to compete and and how to really, you know, get up there and go out, which is funny because that year I ended up taking first. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was the first time I did it. And it was terrible. It was honestly terrible. <laughs> but I learned a lot from that experience, went on to do it the next year. And it was a lot of people's like favorite presentation they went to all day. I did some stuff with multicultural educational programs in the summer uh, beforehand as well to get a little bit more experience to keep flexing that uh, teaching muscle. So when I had the opportunity again to work with multicultural educational programs, which is um, to give a little bio on that organization, they're a nonprofit that focuses on educating kids about STEM careers or STEM fields or STEM professionals that were African-American or Latinx, just colored individuals so that colored kids like myself can be inspired to go out into STEM fields. Uh, So they asked me to, my aunt is the one who is the CEO of it. She asked me to be a part of it to teach them about audio engineering, uh, which is what I did that day. So to summarize what I've said, (laughs) I just love, and I'm only 17, but like I still have knowledge to where I can invest in the future. And I think that's way more important than just me getting knowledge and hoarding it all to myself. Like, yeah, I'm 17 and and somebody who's 13 is only four years younger than me, but giving them the knowledge that I have when when I'm 17, giving it to them while they're 13, like they're going to be way ahead of me by the time they get to 17. And so they're going to be able to impact the world a lot more than I am able to right now at this age. So I just like investing in the future and helping them achieve their goals and adding inspiration into their lives. Dream, you've got me over here. Just (laughs) tickled, young man. Um, The future is in good hands. Let's just say that. Shout out to my mom and my dad. (laughs) Shout out to your mama and your dad. Yeah. Exactly. And that cannot be overstated. Good parenting Mm -hmm. and... 
keeping you on the right path and helping create the environment for you to do what you're doing. Very, very key. Very, very key. And and also, this is just me personally and my personal beliefs. I really feel like I'm a very religious person. Uh, Or or maybe not very religious, but like I, I would consider myself as someone who is spiritual. And so... I feel like I've been exposed to a lot of opportunities where I've been able to gain wisdom because at the end of the day, you can be 56 and have the mindset of a five-year-old. Wisdom isn't a matter of how your age, it's a matter of your experience. And so I've been exposed to a lot, um, which has helped me develop my mindset and really just get ahead, I guess you could say, because I get it a lot that like I'm 17, but I have like the mind of a 35-year-old. <laughs> So, um, I'm very, very thankful to the experiences God has presented to me. Dream, I remember um, years ago, someone said, age, excuse me, wisdom does not come with age, but with the willingness to accept responsibility. Ooh. You're welcome. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep that one. You, hey, hey, <laughs> you, 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 you take that and run with that. But that's... That's the truth. I think people get caught up in the age when they do X, Y, or Z, or I'll wait until I'm such an age before I do this, that, or the other. I think this conversation is hopefully encouraging people to realize that, you know what, don't wait until you're 35. If you have something that you're doing and you're passionate about it, and you want to get it out into the world, go ahead and do it now. Take that calculated risk, whatever it is that you feel you've been put on this earth to do, the minute you figure it out, get after it and be about it. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely with you on that. So Dream, let's let's ask this question. Okay. Other than your own music. Who would you say is your favorite musician? Uh, that, uh, that sucks because on my uh, Spotify rap, I don't know if you're familiar with Spotify rap, but they give you a recap of your music for the year. Sure. My, yes. My, yeah. My number one song was my own song I put out. So I definitely was going to say me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. My favorite musician or band. Uh, because I like so many genres, I don't have a necessary favorite, but I will share some that have impacted the style that I kind of go for. Uh, so there's an artist by the name of Ramzoid. He is, I guess you could say he's more of the electronic side of things. He's a YouTube artist and producer who started in EDM, but has kind of made some shifts over into hip hop. And so he blends his knowledge of EDM music with hip-hop style. So a lot of his production is stuff that inspires me. So I love his music. Uh, There's an artist by the name of Saba. He's a Chicago hip-hop artist, also a producer as well. Uh, He's a lot bigger than Ramzoid. Has worked with a lot of people that I also admire, like Chance the Rapper, an artist named Spino. They're all actually out of Chicago. I really like Chicago hip-hop. But Saba's got like just amazing cadences and great rapping abilities. So I love his stuff. And then uh, Juice World, which unfortunately this is today is a year after his passing. 
He had a very, very short career, about probably just a year and a half. But I found him before he even blew up because he like once he got a record label, he was like almost at the top of the industry. And even a year after his death, he's still like, I think it ended up saying he was the number one billboard artist for the year. But I found him on SoundCloud when his song that is now his highest played song on Spotify that has over a billion plays. I found that song when it was like a little over 3000 plays on SoundCloud. And I was bumping it and I was telling everybody about it and nobody was listening to me until he just broke out five months later or something like that. Um, I don't like all of his music just because a lot of his subject matter isn't necessarily what I agree with. But the thing that I like about him as an artist is his emotional expression. Every word that he says or like just his flow and everything, you can tell it comes from within. It's not like it's it's not bland. Everything he's saying, you can feel what he's saying. And so that's one of the things that I also try to emulate with my own music. Dream, let's find out about your your hobbies or pastimes. What what's your favorite hobby or pastime? Outside of music? Because like <laughs> outside of music, okay. Um hmm. I've one of the things I've really gotten back into over quarantine is reading. It's, I always tell myself I want to read. I got a ton of books because, like, it's like there's so much knowledge in books. You just got to open them. But that's the hard part is opening them. Uh, so lately I've been uh, getting back into reading some stuff. Uh, I usually find myself reading a lot of like self empowerment books. Sometimes I hit the creative side of things with sci fi stuff, but like that's not really my focus. I really like self help books. Then what's a lot more than reading? Unfortunately, I spend a lot of my time on YouTube and uh, Netflix and some other things. Either like it, it can range all the way from actually trying to learn more about music production to like a random show I watched back in like 2009 that I just want to relive. Uh, so I spend a lot of my time consuming a lot of content. I also really like uh, anime. I, I if anyone was to ask me like a top. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I do have a top list for anime. Um, but I like I say that I don't usually because I've probably watched over at least 500 shows since I started watching anime in like 2012 or so. I don't know. I'd say with that, that's probably like the main thing that takes my time up as a hobby. I also like to work out every now and then and go for just some chill walks in nature, stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. How about a favorite vacation spot or place to go relax? These are kind of blended together, actually. I don't vacation often. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, financial issues cost us to have a lot of home problems. So we really weren't going anywhere. (laughs) Um, But once I started getting older and our situation started getting better, I actually got to visit my grandfather out in Arizona and he lives in or he lived because he passed away last year but he lived in a place called Sierra Vista which is right near a an army base and it's like it's the lowest point in the US towards Mexico I believe it's the lowest city um, out of the entire US don't quote me on that his house is just super peaceful like you can go in there and it'll be dead silent. He's got tons of just chairs to relax on. He's got a backyard that has a view of the mountains where you can just kind of sit there and just 
take in the feelings of life. And it's so beautiful to me, one, because I love nature. Uh, but two, also, I'm not much of like the party person. I do like a lot of energy. I am a person with energy, but deep down, I am an introvert. So whenever I have the chance to just get secluded and take a deep breath, like that's where you'll find me. So uh, that's why I love my grandfather's house so much because it's it's like it's like an oasis, oasis almost. Okay, that's a good answer. And how about someone that you find to be innovative? Two people that I, I definitely do a good bit of following uh, in terms of innovation. One, Travis Scott. Travis Scott is a... I don't know if he's a household name at this point. I'm not sure. You'd say he's a household name? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he's a household name at this point. He actually did voicings for the PlayStation 5 uh, commercial recently, which I thought was dope. But he's one of the artists that took his influences and made his own sound. Uh, he was influenced a lot by Kanye West uh, with Kanye West's uh, 808 and Heartbreak tape that literally changed the face of hip-hop. But Travis has adapted it into his own style. Like, you, There's no other artist in the industry that sounds like Travis except for people who try to imitate Travis and they're not even good enough to do that. So in terms of just production and everything... Lyric, like not really lyrics as much. I'd say production and just like his energy, his show styles, and everything. That's definitely something I pay attention to. And not a household name at all. There's an artist out of Arizona called Ali Tominique, which, if you haven't heard of him, 100% go recommend that you watch him. And if you're afraid of like the random or like the explicit rap ring language going on right now, don't be. He's Super clean artist, but he also like actually brings like real flavor and everything like that. But the thing about him that grabs my attention, he's an independent artist. He's an animator. He's a video editor. Uh, he's a photographer. He kind of does it all. And he still like is able to manage and balance all of those and push such a solid brand. I don't know any other independent artist that's like him. And one of the things that really grabbed my attention, there's a platform by the name of OnlyFans that is primarily used for things that primarily used for over 18 plus content, right? So instead of using it for that, because that's just not what he wanted to do, he used it as the same style that somebody would use a Patreon, which if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's an, it's a platform where consumers of content can go support their content creators with a monthly subscription uh, to help them out with their content and stuff like that. So OnlyFans is set up with the the same exact premise, but it just primarily has a different audience. So Ali Tominik was like, you know, let me throw a creative spin on what OnlyFans has set up and just use it for my music. And so with that, he grabbed a lot more of the attention with his fans, a lot more people in the industry as well, because it's like, okay, this is a creative usage of this platform. And so now he's got a lot more people actually doing a subscription to his music and other things every month because it's not just your regular bland old Patreon. Uh, so I like watching Ali Tominique's moves and taking inspiration from that. Okay, great. And so, Dream, we are at the end of our time together. But to say that I have enjoyed this would be an understatement. This Likewise. has been fun. It's been informative. And like I said, um, the future is in good hands. 
So again, shout out to your mom. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> and let our audience know what's the best way to keep up with you. What's the best way to get in contact with you? Okay. So the best way to keep up with me is to hit me on Instagram at dream dot one in, which is like dreaming. If you can't figure that out, um, but uh, I, that's where I push out a lot more of my uh, content nowadays. Right now, I'm taking a break to do some re-strategizing for the new year, but I will be putting out more content come 2021, dropping more music and stuff like that. Uh, and I actually have a project which hopefully will be out by the time you're listening to this. We'll see what happens. But definitely hit me on Instagram if you want to get personal with me, if you have any interest in music contracting, or I guess like looking for music or just different business opportunities with me. I guess that's the word. Um, you can hit me at itscodedream at gmail.com. I-T-S-C-O-D-E dream, D-R-E-A-M at gmail.com uh, to contact me directly and, and ask for any and all information and stuff like that. Okay, great. Well, Dream, of course, we will put all of that good contact information in the show notes. And so again, thank you, Dream, for taking the time to be with us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're welcome. And Tech and Main presents audience, as always, thank you for listening. And be sure to tune in next time when we will have another technology expert share their wisdom. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to another episode of Tech and Main presents. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast. Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends, and thanks for being a part of the Tech and Main Presents community.